It is Canuck Central, Dan Rico and Satyar Shah. We're in the Kintech studio. Hour number two of Canuck Central is brought to you by Andrew Sherritt Limited, your plumbing and heating wholesaler, a proud family-owned BC company helping local business since 1892. If you missed uh, hour one of the program, we debated whether or not uh, if you would rather have the Jonathan Huberdeau contract that was signed this summer, $84 million from the Calgary Flames to Huberto over the next eight seasons compared to J.T. Miller's $56 million contract over seven years mm. with the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, we also had Don Taylor on the show, and um, he suggested that he is the greatest produce picker of all time. All so, time. All time. Goat. <laughs> Uh, we got a we got a couple of texts. Uh, Brody said, uh, I, "I use online grocery shopping as I have a disability, and the people doing the shopping always do a great job for him. No oh, complaints." Nice. Shouts to Brody. Attaboy, boy, Brody. And shouts to those that are picking his groceries. They're doing a fine job. Calling from the Caribou with some advice on uh, how to pick a melon. Okay. Uh, feel the end of it from where the vine is attached. Not ripe will be hard, and ripe will be a little softer. You're welcome. That's the end cool. of it. Yes. The end of it. So, yeah, yeah, there you go. There's a little uh, melon-picking advice from Colin right. and the Caribou. I like it. Thank you, Colin. Uh, let's bring in uh, producer Josh Elliott-Wolf as it's time for Overrated Underrated here on the show. Hello. Hi, Josh. How's it going? Yeah. Are you a good produce picker, Josh? Uh, I would say so. You think they're, you are? The one I have issues with mm-hmm. is avocados. Avocados? And oh, just it's don't... Yeah, because you don't want them too hard because, yeah, then you're like, is this avocado ever going to ripen up <laughs> to the point where I can have it? Yeah, exactly. So what you have to do... Oh, oh there Sats we go. Got I got the tips. We got the avocado picking tips. You have to get your avocados in sequential order. Mm. So, like, when you go get an avocado, don't get an avocado that's ready for the day. I mean, you can't go and buy an avocado every day. That's a pain in the ass, right? Yeah. So you got to get a bunch of avocados. So you got to yes. get a few that are hard. So by the time you get to three or four days when you want to have them, they're ripe at that point. Yeah. So you have to get get ahead of it. So you got to get a couple that are, you know, a bit harder. Soft. So they, they and they get and get one that's kind of in the middle. Mm. Okay, see, if, if, if it's already mush, if it's already soft, you better use it that day. Yeah, yeah. Like, My can't issue be. is I'll, I'll be like, okay, I need one for two or three days from now. Then pick the hard ones. Yeah. Sometimes I just wait too long and it's done. Disappointed in myself. Personally, I, I don't eat a lot of fruit. You know, I don't. Uh, uh, berries. Berries are probably my most you're consumed not a, fruit. You're... I'm not an apple a day keeps the doctor away guy. That's fair. I uh, I do like watermelon, though. So I think I've gotten pretty good at picking a watermelon. Oh, picking a good watermelon? The, the knocking on it. I, think I, ca- I couldn't believe Donnie says watermelon's not great. I mean, who doesn't like watermelon? Watermelon. It's, it's great in the summer. Yeah. Like it's, but it's it is a lot. It's essentially just water. <laughs> It'll just fill you up with water. It's All tasty right. water. Okay, let's uh, let's start with the overrated, underrated. First one from Sat. Total money. <laughs> overrated or underrated? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, the total money. I mean, okay. The, the debate is totally overrated. Um, the notion of it. I think. I think where where people get kind of lost sometimes is like, hey, that's not the way it should be versus the way it is or yes. how it should be versus the way it is in the nhl for ufas because there is a clear cap on how much term there's available there's seven or eight years eight years for a team that's holding on to the player it's kind of defined yeah. you're, you're talking about the term is defined 
And if a team is handing over a lot of money, they want to spread that out over term. Maybe not eight years sometimes, but seven or six. Because mm-hmm. they don't want to have a cap hit that's 13 or 14 million. Yeah. So at the end of the day, free agents want to get as much money as they can because they know it's the last contract they're signing, or at least close to the last contract they're signing. So they want to get as much money as they can and try to spread that out over seven years. So that's that's how agents look at it. Now, I do think there's a argument to be made that players should bet on themselves. Take a three-year deal, cap's going to go up in a few years, and then maybe you get a bigger contract in the end of it. And that's that's fine. But given that Bo is going to be 31 when the contract ends, yeah. if he signs a three-year deal, and what if he gets hurt or his production goes down? Did he miss the boat on getting that big contract at that point? Or do you hit big? And because... In the NHL, the money is not funny money like other sports. It's a big risk to take. Yes. In the NBA, hey, maybe a player can look at it and say, I'm taking a two-year deal because I'm getting $30 million per year. Yeah. I'm getting $60 million for two years. Yeah, maybe I'm bypassing the $160 million contract. Yeah. But hey, I want to go somewhere for two years, bet on myself, and then I get the $200 million contract instead. Because you're getting $60 million, it's easier to bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. For Bo, it's harder for you to bet on yourself. You're taking home $18 million, and then maybe... You know, putting on the table, leaving on the table, potentially $30, $40 million that may not come back to you if you have a bad year or two or if you get injured. So that's just the reality of how contracts work in the National Hockey League. Free agents, UFAs, they look at it as how much total money do I get and how do you divide that over six or seven years? Like year to year, the uh, AAV matters so much because that's how you're setting up your cap for the season. But... When you're talking about a big contract for a big-time player, the total money is ultimately what matters most. That's what they want. That's why sometimes you see a player, you're like, man, this guy's worth $10 million per season. Then he signs an eight-year deal, and it's nine. And it's like, well, he took a bit less. And it's like, well, he didn't take a bit less. He's taking the extra year. He's giving you the extra year. But if you look at the money, it's a lot of money still. Still still about the same amount of money. That they gave him that extra year. Yes. Maybe a little bit more for that extra year. Brings the AAV down a little bit. That was the whole thing about the Nuge contract. Like, you know, Nuge could have gotten more than what the 5.1 that he ended up signing for in Edmonton, but he signed for eight years instead, and that uh, got the number down a little bit. But if it was a seven years at $6 million per, it's still $42 million total dollars, still less than what he ends up signing for at 5.1 with the Edmonton Oilers over an eight-year term. So, you know, it's very... uh, Kind of semantics, but also, yes, uh, total money. Like, ask yourself this. Would you prefer more total money or less? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want less money. I want less. Give me less. Ah. Oh, and also, final thing on this. Now, there is – we're a ways away from any kind of CBA negotiation, but it's already been broached a few times that total term – may be a sticking point for the next CBA negotiation. So goes down a year, six years for free agents, seven for a team type yes. of deal, five or six or something. Maybe closer to the NBA, yeah, where it's uh, five years for the holding team, four years on the free agent market. What you see happen, though, then, is going to happen. The AAVs will go up. Yeah. It's like the NBA now, right? The high, shorter term, but higher AAVs. I will say, I think it'd be nice to... because. A lot of times, fans, when their team signs a player now, like when they hit yeah. UFA, you like want to be happy about it, but at the same time, you're like, man, this player is <laughs> signed till they're 36. Six, yes. But if they can only sign a five-year contract, maybe you're ha- more happy about players signing with your team. Anyway, Oz, 
Team release statements. Overrated or underrated? <laughs> overrated. Always overrated. Yeah. Most I don't know. team I, releases are. Yeah, and that was technically a player release, though. Yeah, it was a player release through the team. Through the team. Yeah. Uh, Which still, is still, still a united front. Yes. Well, publicly. <laughs> uh, it's still still overrated. I don't, like, did that? Did the statement accomplish anything yesterday? It'd be underrated if it actually had some content in it. Yes. That wasn't obvious. Have you ever seen a statement that <laughs> sounded more like Bo Horvat reading it into your head? <laughs> <laughs> I can totally picture Bo saying that. Uh, uh, all right. Yep. Uh, overrated. Uh, clear. Definitive. We all know right. it. Uh, Matt, being a, quote, good guy on a perennial losing team. Yeah, I mean, overrated. I mean, like, you're not, like, I, yeah, I mean, good guy, you're still a loser. I mean, what do you want me to show you? Yeah. Like, good guy, bad guy, you're losing. Underrated. I always want to be pr- proud of myself for being a good guy. Good guy in the room. <laughs> good guy in the room. I'm good in the corners. Even on some bad 650 team, <laughs> yeah. Reach was still a good guy. Yeah, he was. Reach was always a good guy. As in the long room. as you're the good guy in the room, that's yeah. that's really all that matters. You'll you get know? another contract somewhere. You'll, <laughs> you'll play deep into your 30s. Yeah. Hey, did you hear what uh, Daryl Sutter said about Luke Shen today? That guy could be a captain on any team. Unbelievable. I like that. I like that. Uh, cranky Canucks fan, Bo Horvat as a number one center. Overrated or underrated? I mean, overrated if you're you know if you're paying him $5 million to be number one center, then given what he's getting paid and what he's doing, you can say underrated. Yeah. But he, to me, he's not a number one center. You're, you're betting... Like, he's not a number one center on a good team. He's not. He's not so, a number one center on a good team. Okay. He's number one center on a, on a bad team right now. Who's Who's been deployed as the Canucks' number one center over the last five seasons? Bo Horvat. And how have the Canucks fared in those seasons? They made the playoffs once. Your question is answered. All right. Overrated. Uh, Bob, France versus Morocco. Overrated or underrated? Underrated. It was a great match today. Yeah, it was. Uh, Morocco played a lot better than I uh, expected them to. You know, you know what? I, I hear you say that, but the, it's not the, the like they've been doing this throughout the whole, the whole tournament, yeah. and even in qualifying, coming yeah. through and everything. They were impressive. Mm-hmm. They were impressive throughout the tournament. They were impressive against France. Ashraf Hakimi. I mean, world class. If yeah. you have a world class player, we talk about Davies. With, with like, if you want to look at the template, and I'd say actually, like Morocco has better quality than Canada's overall, yes. especially with how they're playing in this tournament. But if you want to look at the blueprint of how a team comes together and builds around one great talent, Morocco is the the example. Yeah, Morocco uh, and the way Hakimi was playing today, you know, Deschamps is a fantastic coach. He made one big substitution that I thought really played a part in securing the victory for France, and that was putting in Marcus Turam to help defend on the left side because Mbappe, uh, as, as Josh said about uh, Jonathan Huberto earlier, he's like, I play offense. <laughs> <laughs> and as much as I love Mbappe, and he you know, was the big reason that they got the insurance goal, like he just he wasn't tracking back defensively. And if Morocco was going to score, it was clearly coming off of that Hakimi side yeah. of the fields. And uh, you know, France got bailed out a couple of times, some clearances off the line and things like that. Morocco played really well. Uh, well well-structured team. Really made the most of the talent they had and an incredible run through the World Cup. Every bit deserved as one of the final four teams. Justin, serving alcohol at the office Christmas party. Overrated or underrated? Ooh. <clears throat> New answer, dangerous. Dangerous, <laughs> yes. 
I mean, I, not I, that I know from experience. Or I mean, office parties are actually. I mean, they're underrated because usually I've never been the guy that does the foolish thing on a Christmas yeah. party. But you yeah. always see somebody showing their ass. <laughs> now we had the company Christmas party last night. I wasn't there. No. Because still, hey, still recovering. Still recovering. I mean, I've been working from home. I was saying like, you can't be the guy that works from been, been working from home, been sick, yeah. and then the first thing you show up to <laughs> coming back is a Christmas party. Yeah. You just can't do it. Uh, Would have been funny though. No, what, could you imagine? <laughs> I show up last night. And, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> what's that? What? What are you doing here? We were just on air an hour ago, and you were doing it from home. Yeah. Like somehow there's always like extra drink tickets flying around. <laughs> I know. There was a. It was and, a it Josh was a got into a really. Josh got into a really interesting situation last night as well. Did you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy. So we were this on. This guy. Okay. Have you ever had a random person buy you a very expensive glass of tequila? Random person buy me an expensive glass of glass? I mean, maybe. Buying like, a few maybe, of us. Like <laughs> buying a few people or something? Maybe? Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Like, uh, you've been out. I mean, we've all been out at night, and next, you yeah. know, somebody buys you drinks. You're like, hey, sure. <laughs> I don't know what, what I drank. Maybe it was expensive. I don't know. So somebody crashed the uh, the office Christmas party last night. They did? Yeah, and- we thought we thought they were working for Rogers. <laughs> they were not working for Rogers. And uh, it was Ben, Elon, and I were hanging out. And then this guy came up and was like, hey, let me buy you drinks. And we were like, well, we're not going to say no. <laughs> uh, and then he was like, give me your best tequila. And we were like, whoa, you don't have to do that. And then wow. he did it. Um, <laughs> turns out doesn't. At the time, though, we thought he worked for Rogers. Does not. Still don't know where he works. Yeah. Huh. Don't know how he got up to where we were either. Mystery man. Yeah. Also, big wonder is if he is, like, really regretting the night that he had. Oh, probably. Like, was he just some guy who looks way richer than than he acted last night, or he didn't look rich? Yeah, That's no. That's why I felt bad. Or, or, I was like, Don't is do a this. lot richer than he looked. Um, yeah. Not that I judge people. Uh, anyways, you just judge somebody. Yeah, I did just judge somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I totally did just do that. Um, but you know, we've all been there. Like, oh wow, I spent way more money than I expected to because I drank way too much. Like random Tuesday, and this guy's buying three random fellows. The most expensive tequila at the bar. I mean, is Work is that guys, though? Yeah, can he afford it, or is it one of those like, oh, what did I do last night? Drinks on me nights don't end well. No, they don't. Went when, great for me. When you go back <laughs> and look at the bank statement, you're like, oh. When you open up the app and you're like, oh, oh, oh hey, no. oh, oh, hey, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> when do I get paid again? <laughs> uh, Bick, shooting form at Papa Shot. Oh, totally overrated. Just mm. just make the bucket. That's all. It's, that's what it's all about. Just make okay. the bucket. Because like, it's different. Papa Shot's different. It's smaller rim. It balls a bit. You know, like it's it's not the same science. You don't don't no. be giving your basketball science for Papa Shot. If you got a if you got a way to, to, to get buckets and Papa Shot, do it. Doesn't matter what it is. Corsi is big on Papa Shot. You got to get up as many shots as you can. Yeah, I think yeah. Dom you know? had the high score last night, and the main reason was because he was just he was throwing he them was up. Chucking them. Yeah. yeah. And yet, like he had the low arc too. Yeah, yeah if you have the, a high arc, that's that's it's a problem. Reach. You're wasted he, time. He was basically just laying them up. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's smart. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I can't believe Dom had the highest score though of all well, the people. Eighty-three points was it? Was it? Yeah, he was, he was. He was on a run. He was on Shouts fire. Shouts to Dom. He was like Demonte Sabonis out there. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying Sabonis of all people. But. <laughs> Uh, not even, not even his dad. You're, you're talking. You're not even talking about the, the, yeah. uh, <laughs> the OG Sabonis. No. <laughs> uh, JL, the fireplace channel, overrated or underrated? Underrated. 
It has a weird calming effect. It's I, very nice. I will say, um, like when when you're when you're sick and like you have a real bad headache and you're super bored, like just just throwing that on and having that on in the background, the cackling, it was like nice ASMR. <laughs> when I was uh, in Banff, there was a wood burning fireplace in the room, which was super nice and. So we used it, but the smoke detector was too close to the fire. So like, you could only have the fire on for short periods of time. Otherwise, you had to keep the door open. Huh. And it's in Banff, so like, or do you want to keep the door to outside open? While Probably you have not. A fire going? It's no. pretty cold. And now all my stuff smells like fire. <laughs> but it looked nice. <laughs> but now I think I'm gonna stick to the fireplace channel from now. Yeah. yeah. The day after being like next to a fire is always tough. Yeah. The uh. The campfire smell on your clothes. The like, gas fireplaces are, yeah. are good. That's, that's the cologne you don't want. No. The, 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 I was at a campfire last night. Yeah. Not great. It's, a, it's been hard to get out of my stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, Chef Swagger. Panettone. Oh, nice pronunciation. Woo! Panettone. Um, okay. Oh, that's just so uh, like OG panettone is the one with like the fruit and the raisins inside. It's just coffee cake in it. Yeah, it's it's not great though, you know. Not not a big fan of the. Uh, I'm not a big cake guy, especially the, like dry cake. Yeah, not me. The the, <laughs> the running joke in in uh, in the Italian community is like, how many times did this panettone get passed around as a regift? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Who are you? The smart families mark it like at the bottom of the box to know if it's like gone around a bit or yeah. if somebody's re-gifted you the panettone <laughs> they gave you last year so like, that right. you gave them last year. You're like, all right, this guy. You know, I know this guy. Uh, I know this guy. Uh, but if you can find like a good uh, chocolate panettone, you're 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 in good mm. hands. Yeah. See, I, I don't mind that like chocolate mm-hmm. or something. A but, pistacchio yeah. panettone also very good. Mm. Yeah. You like pistachio? Or? I like oh, pistachio. Of course I do. Pistachio. 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 I love pistachios. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Ross Stripling leaving Toronto from Keith the Water Guy. Josh wearing his Jays hat. Are you mad? Are you sad uh, about Ross Stripling? I mean, I feel like Bassett is just a better Stripling. Yes. But also... He was he signed for pretty cheap in San Francisco. Yeah, the number wasn't very high. What was it twenty million total? Twenty million per year. Yeah, twenty five total. Twenty five. So total. twelve and a half. Whereas yeah. Bassett's getting what twenty million per year? Twenty two over thir- over three years. Yeah. Yeah. But Bassett's the the more sure bet. Like, there's a chance Ross Stripling is like a pumpkin. Yeah, you know? for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a one year wonder. But I still think you know the Jays still need another uh, guy in the rotation. They I'm not totally back. comfortable like with. You know, you say Kikuchi again as your, like, fifth, sixth guy. I do kind of, like, I have hope for Kikuchi, but I would still rather Stripling be the fifth guy. And then if Kikuchi works out, that's great. You have mm. another guy. But Yeah. Regardless. Uh, this one from Puff. The Monopoly board game. Overrated or underrated? Oh, underrated. Very underrated. Yeah. The board game is good. You know the card game is actually good, too? card yeah there's a card monopoly game it's, like it's monopoly go or whatever. yeah it's, it's a little bit easier it's 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 quicker oh. and it's fun you can play more rounds and everything it's like, what kind of card it's just like cards it's like, it's like, like a card it's like oh. uno but like then you have cards for the each yeah property as well you lay them out and you have cards and you have to like reveal them at, you know you kind of keep them hidden and everything you have a stack of them and stuff it's it's good it's 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 fun i don't think i've ever played it 
it's a quicker game. Like if you if you're like say with a couple, like you know yeah. you got a few people over or whatever, and four people, and you know you're not gonna get into a long board game, but you want to have something fun over drinks or something. The it's a pretty good card game. There's so many versions of Monopoly though. There's too many. Have you ever played the the credit card one? No. They give you like a machine, and instead of like having the the money, you you have a card with all of your really your funds on it. Just and then you swipe the card. Cleaner. Yeah, that's fancy schmancy. It actually Monopoly. like I felt like it went by faster, you know. Anyways, then you don't have any banker shenanigans. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it never keeps every, it keeps everybody on the up and up. Yeah, I don't trust anybody who handles the money in Monopoly. No, no. Every every once in a while, when I go through Winners or wherever, they have the very like nice wooden versions of Monopoly. Yes, and I always want to buy it, but <laughs> it's just like I'm, I have nowhere to put this. No, I know it just takes up too much space. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got more in the uh, Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. Candy canes. Not a big candy cane guy. Neither neither am I. Neither am I. Do you have like one a year just to be festive about it? No, I always regret them because like I, I, I'm like I can't be sitting there sucking on a candy cane, so you end up biting them and then you get stuck between your teeth. Yep, and it's just annoying. <laughs> it don't even taste that good. No, I'm not a candy cane guy. Uh, this texter listening to soccer talk. <laughs> I mean, I feel like by texting that you feel it's overrated, unsigned texter. But yeah. just throwing that out there. Uh, all right. That's it. Or yeah. Do we have one more? Somebody said cackling like a witch. You mean crackling? Yes, I mean crackling. <laughs> no, I'm talking about witches and fires. Come on. No, crackling, not cackling. <laughs> uh, Phil in Nanaimo. This is the first time I've heard anybody complain about getting the best tequila available. <laughs> I wasn't complaining. It was very good. I was just. I felt bad. You felt bad. I, it just. It happened, and I was like, oh no. But you know what? It tasted great. This, this generation, their feelings get in the way of a good deed. <laughs> I got over it yeah. pretty quick. Uh, Clue is the best board game. Clue, was... overrated or underrated? Clue, Clue's all right. Clue uh, before your time, Josh? No, I've played Clue. Oh, okay. it's, uh, it might be a little overrated. Oh. I would say it's pretty accurately rated. Yeah. Accurate, I'd say so. Torgi says Yahtzee. Yahtzee can be fun. Uno can be fun. I think Scrabble is just as fun. Yeah. Scrabble is fun. If you're a good words person. If yeah. you're a wordsmith. If you're a wordsmith. <laughs> Scrabble wordsmith. you kind of oh. have to do with like people people of equal <laughs> talent. Have you seen this thing the Ducks are doing? Like their rookie initiation sort of thing? Is uh, the rookies have to make sure that a version of uh, Settlers of Catan is always on the flight. What? Yeah. Really? This is wild. This is a real thing. Like, they have to, like, the rookie, the rookies have to make sure that Catan is on, on board the flight for all the road trips. Why that game of all, of all games? Just a, a group of the vets just love Catan. It's Which a good game. It's got to be an inside I've joke never played. Isn't it like, doesn't it last forever? You know? <laughs> it doesn't uh, end. It like doesn't you can't, you don't finish it in one sitting, right? Is, is that, I think I it's similar it to Monopoly where like games can go on forever, but oh. most of the time it's like a three, four yeah. hour thing. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you know what game's actually pretty fun, but can be raunchy? is Cards Against Humanity. Oh, it can definitely be raunchy. Yeah. <laughs> it, can be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can be awkward depending on what setting you play that game. It's definitely not politically correct definitely most times. Not. Definitely not. 
Definitely not. And depending on like on the setting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember once uh, at a family Christmas party. Yeah. Could we? My could cousin we, brought it out. I was like, let's play this. <laughs> let's just say it was awkward. <laughs> could we play Cards Against Humanity on the show? And no, keep it no. clean? <laughs> we get canceled. Yeah. Could we keep it clean though? We could. We could. I don't know if we could. That would be very difficult. We'd have to be like, this one we can't do this one. <laughs> yeah, we got to pass this one. No, nope. uh, next, next, next one. We'd have next. to, we have to we'd all be setting each other up for failure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Dan Richo, Satyar Shah. Uh, you are listening to Canuck Central.